Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now there are unwritten rules in movie making. Never hire Charlie Sheen. Always make sure blockbuster movies never win a Best Picture Oscar and never work with kids or animals. While the last one can be a pain, sometimes animals can be the stars of the flicks. Just remember, never kill the dog. Here's Neil with 10 movie animal facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So the Dalmatians from the 101 Dalmatians movies were actually a family of over 200. Oh, yeah. Marcel the monkey from Friends was actually not a boy. Ross's beloved monkey was actually played by a female capuchin named Katie. You know what they say, human see, human do. Edwig from the Harry Potter movies was seven owls in one. Right turn, Clyde. Talking Harry Potter, trained owls were used in the Harry Potter films and the entire first batch of letters... had to be rewritten because they were all too heavy for the little owls to carry. I'm a donkey on it! Multiple animals are often used for one character, but in Babe, the star was played by a total of 48 piglets. <laughs> Finding Nemo had a devastating effect on wild clownfish. So many people bought them that as pets, they ended up being locally extinct in parts of Thailand, Sri Lanka, and the Philippines. <laughs> In Jurassic Park, the iconic Velociraptor's growls were actually the sounds of tortoises having sex. That little pig. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing for that one. (laughs) In in The Wizard of Oz, Toto the dog was paid more than the actors who played the munchkins. What's up, Doc? Over 450 real snakes were used in Snakes on a Plane. And there have been seven MGM lions used so far, with Leo being the longest serving from 1957 till the present day. Well, 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 rip. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> you've just with one of your facts i've just realized one of the top 10 that i've missed off my top 10 so thank you for that neil uh, uh, uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the uh the podcast that is number 33 in the guatemalan comedy charts We've really hit the sights now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I know. Top 10 movie animals we're doing today, and uh, we are joined... Hey, you just... know, actually, I think I'm number 105 on the Guatemalan comedy charts. Well, I I'm feel excited like we're all... close to y'all. <laughs> we're all happy yeah. to be together in the Guatemalan <laughs> comedy charts. We'll have to meet up in Guatemala soon. Oh, the place yeah, do, a live, do a live show, guys. Can yeah, you imagine? have to do a live show. The thousands yeah. that would turn up at the uh, air, uh, <laughs> airport when we when we get off the plane. It'd be like the Beatles coming back to America. Uh, those dulcet tones you heard there, ladies and gentlemen, is our guest. And returning, I mean, it's taken a while. He was here on episode two, and now it's episode 87. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Scout. He's back. <laughs> the man is back. The man, the legend is back. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm awake. Uh, it's one o'clock in the afternoon for me, so um, I'm just chilling. Uh, I just finished watching uh, the Mandalorian and the new, the final episode of the Mandalorian, and I watched the last episode of Ted Lasso. So my Wednesday is complete. This is what I do on my Wednesdays. So, Excellent. Yes. I, I, I mean, we can't. Unfortunately, we can't. Um like geek out about the Mandalorian because Neil hasn't seen it yet. He's decided to wait until everything's there so he can binge the whole lot. I like Um, to binge. Um, Yeah. But I have been watching Ted Lasso weekly, so don't spoil that either yet. I haven't got to that one. I'm a professional at not spoiling things because I I like to do that like anime. I like to wait until it's the full season before Mm. I actually do anything. So like even when I woke up this morning and I was scrolling, then there was Mandalorian stuff and I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to stop scrolling. I'm just going to get out of here so i don't see anything it's the worst so, thing so. about going on social media especially when something like a movie drops or, mm-hmm. because people don't even bother like clouding it in the in the in the title for the video anymore do they they say spoilers such and such dies or spoilers and i think oh give us a chance just give I know. us a chance i just want five seconds just yeah exactly <laughs> Let me pretend Absolutely. like nothing happened yet. It's my magical world. Exactly. So. I completely, exactly completely agree. Um, so, movie animals. Skype, how hard was this top 10 to compile for you? Well, I have a two-year-old, and so my life is composed with movie animal movies of, with dogs, mainly. And uh, I've watched uh, every single one. I'm just so I don't have to put it on the list. I've watched every single Air Bud anything. So you got all the Air Buds, and then he had kids. And so then there's the buddies is what they're called. And so they have like a series of like eight films. And then they even have a few slide slides, like a Santa Claus buddy film. So uh, mine's going to run a little dog centric. Actually, not as dog centric as I thought. But no, it's it wasn't that hard in that. I just love movies. And so uh, finding movies and animals that I think are awesome, it's not hard. But I have literally watched way too many pictures with dogs in it. So, yeah. What about you, Neil? Um, Yeah, it was quite difficult, actually, because you make your top 10. It was another case of um, I kept thinking of other ones and then thinking, oh, my God. I mean, I've got one on there that, I mean, on the list. I'll leave it in because I'm so fond of him, but it might be classed as just TV. But he has had his own movie. Okay, a, that's a lot enough. of research. That's so, fine with me. Yeah, we did. We did stipulate when we were we were messaging that we were allowing animals from other worlds as well. I mean, that wasn't mm. that wasn't so that I could get a Star Wars creature in my top <laughs> ten. It wasn't. 
but I may have a Star Wars creature in my top ten, but I've only got one, so that's all I'm going to say. Right, Skype, kick us off with your number ten. Well, my number ten is actually three movies because they're the same genre, so it is cop dog movies. So, wow. so we got Turner and Hooch, obviously the number, yep. the goat. Then we have Top Dog with Chuck Norris and a shaggy dog of fighting crime. And then we have uh, K-9, which is Jim Belushi and then regular cop dog. All three comedy cop dog movies. Oh, sorry. Turner and Hooch has Tom Hanks, if you didn't know. Um, All three very funny, uh, very fun. Obviously, uh, uh, Turner and Hooch is my favorite, but... uh, Anything with Chuck Norris is going to entertain me. So a uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris dog movie. Yes, please. So cop dog, cop dog, cop dog movies, <laughs> cop, cop dog movies, cop dogs. Um, did any of you see the Turner and Hoots remake that they did? Like the TV series? I did. My daughter, it was, uh, she was like one when it came out and it was the thing that kept her from crying. She started crying. I turned on the TV, the TV show. And literally I watched the season um i think 16 times wow 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 yeah. and how many it times do you watch the movie scott <laughs> um turner and hooch we've seen it uh, like with her twice but yeah. i've seen it probably like uh, i don't know 10 times Mm-mm. but yeah she liked the she liked the dog the dog was one of her favorite parts but the tv yeah. show was good but the, yeah. it, you know it was cool that it stayed within the story the 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 life of the movie actually oh, right. right okay so. Yeah, I must. I must admit. Well, you'll see with my top ten that mm-hmm. I, I've got a couple of dogs, but uh, but no, that's a good way to start. Go on then, Neil. You're number ten. So this might not be seem as very original, but I'm really in admiration for it, and that's why I put it in there. It's the T Rex from Jurassic Park. I would say from the first one, really, but obviously it's in the other ones. But I'll say the first one because. I, uh, growing up, I was a huge fan of dinosaur films for some reason. I loved the Doug McClure movies. I used to always watch them when they were on, get the old VHS ready to watch it. So when they brought along a T-Rex that looked real and then was computer animated and blew everybody away, including myself, I had to put it in there because it was so, so visually great. And it still holds up now. You know, it's nearly a 30-year-old movie, isn't it? And it still looks great. Gone through um, it. 30 mo- 30 94 years? wasn't it yeah yeah i mean you can't uh, you, you can't see the seams even now no, no. Yeah. and i still i still think it's magical what they did i mean they've gone ahead and nearly destroyed the jurassic universe to me i mean yeah jurassic 2 was okay implausible and asked a lot of questions and then we go to jurassic 3 which is just tripe jurassic world was quite good and then the subsequent following sequels was awful and dominion i'm just gonna have a little rant they had such a good premise how to fuck up a great premise (laughs) like that you got dinosaurs wandering around everywhere and we're just gonna put it in one bloody warehouse thing yeah bollocks to you lot don't make another jurassic park although i think the 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 jurassic park t-rex i think i think when he came in to jurassic world i thought was really good because he became the hero in the end and he spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen I remember as like in high school, I was watching the second one and that's where you got the double. I'm ruined. Sorry. I apologize to anybody. I'm ruining this, but you got the two T-Rexes in that, in that one. Right. Um, mm. And so it's like, I remember that like haunting me uh, just cause he's like in like the background of the city. And it's just like, that's crazy. But uh, 
But we yeah. all have to question, how did it get on the bridge of the boat? <laughs> As again, I tell my wife all the time, it's called a movie. Yes. Well, it's called yeah. a artistic, movie, Neil. Artistic license. I agree it? with that, but T-Rexes have got little arms. and that Yeah, did they me. climb? Oh, what happened? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Really, you, really Michael Jordan ups, maybe? Could have been. Huh? Could have been. 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 He has some been. sick legs. I mean, the dude would have a, a great quad day. Could do some It's like every day was a quad day, but it was never an arm day, was it? No. T-Rex. no, no never. No. He couldn't even pick up a, a, a weight, no. let alone. Have you heard that the idea that the some people spectate that the actual arms, and this is this, the actual arms uh, aren't arms, and that they're parts of wings? Um, and that's, uh, that's the what they say, yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, that it might that. be a giant dragon, right? I mean, how does the poor fella pick his nose? <laughs> that's the real question, or even scratch his tummy, just or use chopsticks. Tummy. But, but <laughs> you realize if he had wings, he'd just look like a giant chicken, he well, would, would, yeah, a giant chicken with a giant mouth. I'll, I'll have the leg, leg, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> back, 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 the round. Yeah. Funny. Mind you, that would be terrifying. A <laughs> yeah, chicken, no, it? Uh, a six, uh, five-story chicken running at me. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's not bother with that. Let's not bother with the DeLorean. Let's not go back to the future or back to the past yeah. and see a real chicken T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, my number ten. I'm going to go with uh, this. Is a dog actually? It's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's Brandy, uh, Brad, oh, Brad Pitt's yeah. dog. Who um, now I know there's a lot of again talking of artistic license in a Tarantino movie, especially when he's talking about things that happened in history. Um, but Brad Pitt's dog is fantastic in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> again, spoilers, he absolutely rips people to shreds at the end, but all because, I mean, he's just totally Brad Pitt's dog and Brad will mm. do whatever Brad Pitt wants him to do. And he just needs to give a little kind of sound and that's it, he's gone. And he's ripping those hippies to shreds. And it is uh, very, very graphic. I will give you that. Um but also, he's just a very, very sweet dog when uh, Brad Pitt wants him to be. So mm. I'm, I'm classing him as a good you, dog. You want one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't remember what kind of. He's a bulldog, isn't he? I think. A, a, American bulldog. I think, American yeah. bulldog. Um, but they always look like they're ready for a fight. Those mm. kind of dogs. You know, they never look like they're. They've got like resting bitch faces, haven't they? Because you just. It's just full of folds, and just mm-hmm. their face just always looks like it's scrunched up in anger, ready to just bite your knackers yep. off. <laughs> but um, I never, I never been attacked by it. That's the funny part is that bulldogs are super sweet. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're like pit bulls, where it's like they're going to eat you. Yes. But yeah, the, uh, but the those dudes are just normally like, sorry, dude, this is what I got stuck with. <laughs> exactly. I but I want to lick you right now. That's yeah. what you want to say now. <laughs> Why did that sound like Skate? You were talking to me when you said that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You, you figured that because you remind me of a bulldog. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that is that is that is one of the nicest things that someone said to me for a long, long time. <laughs> I am a bulldog. Uh, right, then, Skate. You're number nine, please. All right, mine's going to be uh, a Keanu. Uh, who is a little cat from the movie Keanu uh, with Jordan Peele, uh, with Key and Peele. And uh, the whole premise of the movie is that uh, Jordan Poole's character has a really rough day, uh, gets broken up with, everything goes bad, and he finds a cat, and then he falls in love with the cat, and then his cat is stolen. 
and then he and his it's john wick but funny um and a little kitty cat and it is hilarious there's a there's a spot where they end up fighting versions of themselves it's pretty great uh but the kitty cat is easily the most adorable part of the film and um again any excuse i can throw key and peel into a to any kind of top 10 i'm gonna do it so uh there you go um keanu the kitty cat from the movie keanu which you've probably never seen no never seen i have to try and check it out it's a very dark comedy it's very funny Oh, I, like I'm, I must admit, I've, I, I'm sort of missed the Key and Peele boat. I think I don't know whether they were quite that their stuff came over to the UK as a much. little bit. Not as they weren't as relevant. I mean, they started showing it more obviously when he started directing the movies. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, and then it was bought on. And I've seen a few, but no, they weren't really broadcast in the UK. His movies years. are fantastic. I must admit, mm-hmm. oh, Peele's yes, movies, they're great. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, Nope, and that's that's coming out soon this on week, TV. Yeah, yeah, over here. yeah, I'm gonna do I, that. I haven't seen it yet either. So, oh right, but I good. don't do scary movies if if you remember. That's I, right, I'm that's so right. Many, yeah, but this one's supposed to be a sci-fi, so maybe it's not scary. Well, I I loved Get Up, and that was a scary movie, but it was like I, I love his stuff because it's very. Uh, bring your mind and then again it's always freaks me out that that's mind is in this also comedic genius yes um and so it's like i was just reading uh actually um did you know that uh jason sudeikis and beer uh the guy that plays beard were in the same comedy company as jordan peele oh right uh, okay and and they, they they i was watching a thing and they said that they were that's when they came up with the idea for ted lasso um, and then, but mm. he was not the most famous person because Peel was in there. Right. Mm. There you go. Full of fascinating facts. That's why he's here. That's why he's here. Go on then, Neil. You're number nine. So um, I'm going to say it's the original incarnation again. It's King Kong. I love the old stop motion animation of this one. I know people, you can tell a miles off, but it is a 1930s movie. So for Christ's sake, give it some slack. But I still think it's the best in the original. Um I love the fact that, you know, he had a heart, King Kong. Uh, and, you know, I don't know about you, but every incarnation I've watched a King Kong, and if he dies at the end, it always makes me really sad that he's died. I don't give a shit about all the people he's killed when he climbs up the Empire State Building, the aeroplanes he's thrown, these poor people he's murdered on the way. When he gets snuffs it, that's the breakout bit. But who wouldn't love to have a pet? giant monkey like oh, it'd be wonderful neil <laughs> it would you'd be able to do, imagine <laughs> be able to do anything sit on his shoulder and get carried around yeah i'm 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 up for that okay i also have king kong in my list uh because it's king kong of course yeah, yeah. what what number is that um I, well it's got demoted since he brought it up uh but uh <laughs> it's number number six we'll it's number six that's it okay okay I'll make a note of that. And and would you say that the original one scout is your favorite or no, the... no, I'm I have to be honest. Um uh I do I I kind of fight between the two because I enjoyed the um I enjoyed the new version, um the Skull Island one. Skull, yeah, which is yeah. great. Yeah, but that's I, very good. But I also really enjoyed the um uh what's the dude name? Uh the um, Peter Jackson. Yeah, the Peter Jackson one was cool because I guess it was like more memorable um to me. But yeah, the the newer one, Skull Island, and then the last Godzilla versus uh King Kong was dope. And I enjoyed those. Do you know so, I have to say I watched Godzilla versus Kong 
very recently. I'd not seen it before. And I enjoyed it far more than I thought I would do, especially when I thought Godzilla King of the Monsters was so shite. Mm, yeah, they did such a great much. job. Yeah. yeah. Skull Island was great as well. It was yeah, a really it was. Good, fun romp. It was just mm. um just like action all the all the way. But uh yeah. I'm I'm not so sure about the Peter Jackson one. I thought there was some really ropey special effects in that one. When they yeah. when they're when they're running with the dinosaurs, I thought it just looked terrible considering <laughs> Well, considering he came from like the amazing art, um, special effects from Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and then watching that, I thought, "Oh my god!" I mean, the actual King Kong was amazing, but the dinosaur stuff, yeah, the dinosaur stuff was a little bit, yeah, and very yeah. confusing. You, when you're watching it, you can't tell entirely what's going on. A touch of the Transformers about it. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it reminds me of it reminds me of, of the original uh, Incredible Hulk, where they do the poodle fight. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. like why why is it so dark like yes. i understand you're gonna say money but come on yeah, yeah yeah no i agree with that uh <laughs> right my number nine was one of the uh little um uh music beds that i put in it's donkey from shrek uh i think you i mean there's a lot of roles that when you get them and, and they're cast you think well there's only one person that could play that and i think there's only one there's only eddie murphy that could do uh donkey from shrek and I think um, that first Shrek movie, I think, I don't know, I haven't seen it for a long, long time, but I thought it was very ahead of its time, if you like. Mm-hmm. It was very like Simpsons. It, it worked in so many different levels. There were little bits in there for the adults. There was a lot of stuff in there for the kids, you know, little little jokes that went way over the kids' heads, but an adult would go, actually, that was really naughty. That was a bit of a naughty joke. They just yeah. slipped in there. And um, I haven't seen it for a long time. And they're, they're apparently making a number five, aren't they? They're yeah, it's been confirmed now with all the original cast yeah, back. so I don't well. know. I don't know whether that's... I haven't seen number four. Number two was okay. Number three, I think, which I may have seen once, but my kids loved them. They, they were the sort of thing that was on just constantly. Great music, great soundtrack. Um, right up your street, Neil, with the eels and... Yeah, they're all there. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, Donkey uh, at number nine for me. Any thoughts, lads? Uh, Donkey's great. I'm already realizing that y'all... Uh, I went with the family-friendly answers, and you went with the actual, like, your favorite animal within, a, a, like, a movie that's not an animal movie. And I went all animal movies, just because I love uh, right. right. That's fair enough. It's however so. you interpret it. That's fine. That's but no Donkey's problem. dope. Yeah, like very good stuff. And uh, why he doesn't have his own solo movie, I have no idea. Yeah, it was weird that they chose Puss in Boots to have his own. When you would have and thought, and especially that, how well Puss in Boots is done. No. Yeah, you'd have thought that Donkey la- would have. And that last one was amazing. Mm. Yeah, uh, I the last it. witch wish. Oh, I have kids. Uh, okay, yeah, if I'm reminding you, uh, last <laughs> wish was really cool, and then actually is more the Spider-Man uh, animation. Than, oh really? Um, Shrek animation, like you can see the the inspiration because that's kind of where they go with that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse kind of yeah, animation yeah. with it. So it's cool. Nice. Yeah. But I was gonna. Yeah. He's on. He's on my honorable mentions. Put some boots because it's in Antonio Banderas. I mean, yeah. come on. And yeah. if you have Selma Hike, Selma Hike in any of your films, that's oh. gonna be awesome for me. So absolutely. Even if she's a kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> right in this guy, your number eight, please. My number eight is going to be Beethoven. Um, oh, and all, yeah. I mean, sorry, but when I was a kid, Beethoven came out and you're like, oh, this is amazing. Like, and, and it, like, I love that Beethoven was like also like a murder mystery. 
kind of situation. Like it starts with this thing and they don't even explain it until halfway through the movie. And you're like, why does it even start that way? I don't understand. But then it's like, you're actually figured. And then, and then the idea that the bad guy in this movie is one of the most beloved uh, Disney actors of all time is a bad guy. He's the guy from the bad guy in Beethoven is, uh, is from um, the love bug or, or uh, Herbie. In all the Herbie movies, oh, what's um, his name? Uh, I forget name? right now, but he's there was like the '70s. He had like a contract with Disney, so he does like 20 films of them. And so, like, uh, he did all the Herbie movies, did a bunch of other ones. Um, but it's it's so funny to see him as the bad guy. But I love that Beethoven is actually the pronounced like he is the star of the show, and like mm. he saves the day. It's not just like, oh, it's a dog hanging out with a family. It's this actual dog that is the superhero in the film, and uh, I love that very much. Mm-hmm. So, Charles Jones. Oh, Dean Jones. Dean Jones, yeah. And Charles Grodin, wasn't it? Charles Grodin, yeah. Bonnie Hunt. Also amazing the movie. I forgot Bonnie Hunt was in it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It was always great, that was. Wow, I mean, Stanley Tucci, David Duchovny. Oh, wow. I didn't realize I didn't realize all of those were in it as well, but uh, but yeah, and Rent- I think didn't didn't that end up having like three or four sequels? Yeah, about four, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, because they were huge. I worked for Blockbusters for years, um, Scout, yeah. and that was one of our top renters for years. The Beethoven films—they just flew off the shelves. Mm. You know, it's funny. My daughter, she liked the first one, but we never really went into the sequel. She didn't seem to care. About the mm. sequels as much as all the other ones. Lilo and Stitch, though, we've seen all of those and the TV show. Right. So. <laughs> and then you've got the live action coming now. <laughs> I, I'm super excited about that, which is crazy. Because I just found out. I was like, oh, that's great. I'm going to probably be the first film I take my daughter to. Which is nice. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, the uh, first got, one where it's me and her. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Go on the Neil to number eight. So if I said Bruce to you, would you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's the shark from Jaws. Jaws. That's my number six. Yeah, I would not have thought that. Yeah, yeah they called him Bruce. Yeah, hence why in Finding Nemo, the shark was called Bruce. I did not know that. That is there amazing. You go. There Always you give go. him, Scout. Always give him. Oh, I'm here <laughs> to learn. I'm here yeah. to learn. <laughs> uh, but how could you not put? Uh, to me, how could it not feature on there? You know, a, a thing that you'd very rarely saw all of it in until the end even though and i still prefer it how it is i was so grateful they haven't gone back and lucas it up yeah and made it look shite in the scene or, or remade it that's the one, oh. that you do this <laughs> like, one. just a, just a scene where jaws is just hanging out with his family yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all cgi like a job of the hut situation yeah. yeah you could imagine that they would do that couldn't you you could imagine that they would think right we've got this amazing technology now let's do a kick-ass shark and it would just ruin it Mind yeah. you, that would explain number four, wouldn't it? How it managed to follow that helicopter all the way up to Hawaii or wherever it went. Do you remember number four? I mean... Hey. Neil, I'm going to say this every single time you bring up something like that. It's called the movie. Yeah. Called yeah. Movie. No, but it's that would explain... Device. You've just explained... Oh, why? Yeah. family, you see? Yeah. Sat, yeah. Sat well, why they don't have a background movie... Yeah, these days they would have a background movie of Jaws. They would, like, they would have a spinoff, like a, a prequel. Jaws, what got him to this place? Yeah, yeah. What, what were the tortures? Who destroyed Jaws to the point where he would become this man-eating giant? Yeah, because you know um, you you ridiculed, but he obviously had a family because he the yeah. second one appeared in number maybe, two. Number, number maybe three. they're all murder. Maybe like you know his 
maybe he had two families. Yeah, maybe this is his, his maybe this is his John Wick family where he like got his family back, but before mm-hmm. everybody was murdered, or maybe he was in love with whale. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's why he had daddy every- issues. He could have yeah. had daddy shark issues. We could we could do this. We could do, we could do, a, yeah. we could do a trilogy of Charles' backstory. There you go. Sat in their little cave ooh, underwater. Ooh. Yeah. It has to be, we have to make it even worse by giving him a voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give him like who, a famous... Who? Who, who? who would do his voice? Oh, I mean, I apologize. I'm just going to ruin it. If I'm going to ruin Jaws, then obviously I'm going to get Rock to do it. Oh, oh, I, I, I was thinking, you know, let's go to like a shark's tail. I thought Robert De Niro did a great job, or Martin Scorsese is the shark and that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, he has time, so that would work out. Yeah. I think I think it should be someone like Matt Berry. I don't know if you know who Matt Berry is. Okay. <laughs> what you ever watch, from? Uh, what we do in the, the shadows? Remake. Have you ever seen what I, we do in the shadows? The, the oh, TV show. Is that the no? Nope. The English guy. Yeah, he's got. He's an, well. An aren't they all English guys? Well, then that's true. That's true. <laughs> he's got a very unique voice. He's oh, like is, what we should say is very much a commercial. He's not the guy from. Man. He's not the guy from. Um, he's not the main dude. The one from the baking show. It's not that guy. No, right? that's Matt Lucas. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's Matt yeah. Lucas. Yeah, I okay. um, thought I had some. So you can just imagine. Have if you like, watched Enchanted? The the Netflix. Yes. He's he's one of the voices. I'm trying to think who he voiced in that, but he voices in that as well. You'll recognize okay. his voice. Well, I'll, let me look. I'll, I'll do some research as we're talking. Yeah, he's very funny guy. Yes. I probably know him. There you I, go. I watch a lot of. Where? What that's happened? It. Here you go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> that's that's the um, that's the Jaws shark that's just coming great. down, <laughs> coming through the water. <laughs> where are you, Jaws? Yes. And <laughs> yeah. a nice that, lunch. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I fully I fully support this. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to I mean look, you're you're in America. You must know some people in the business. Let's 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 get a pitch sorted. Um we'll fly over. Let's get it done. Let's get it oh, done. Oh, but but here's the problem. If we're going to do that then Oh no, I probably will make this joke later when you actually make the mention. So, we're fine. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> this will be our second film after the next the the one I actually pitch later. So. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Uh my number 8 is uh Caesar from Planet of the Apes. So the Planet of the Apes trilogy mm, actually. I thought about this. Yes. Um cuz I think he's especially the Andy Circus, the new, yeah. his whole arc was fantastic. Amazing. Was so, so good. And there, there, there is a new, I think a new, uh, well, number four in the trilogy. Number four wow. in the trilogy makes no sense. Um, which I, I think, yeah. are they making now or they've already done it? I'm not well, sure. They, I think they're making, aren't they? But it's not Matt Reeves, is it? No, no. Yeah. But that's, that's, I mean, just as a character, I mean, the animation is yeah. unbelievable. Yep. Um, it's Andy Circus. Being Andy Circus, but um, I just think as a character, it was fascinating just going mm-hmm. from that first episode or the first movie where he just, I think he said no, wasn't it? Wasn't his first yeah. word. And then the way that he just came into this this amazing leader. Um, I'm fascinated with those whole movies, I must admit. Even the old ones, the whole um, Charlton yeah. Heston ones were mm-hmm. just great, great cinema. And I was doing a little bit of watching stuff on on YouTube and it, I, I didn't realize, obviously, when I watched those original ones, the Charlton Heston ones, you didn't realize what they were going for. It was just, oh, look, people dressed up as monkeys. And, and I, I watched the trailer, well, the little clip that I had where it said, human see, human do. 
and you just realise that they've just completely changed changed the roles. Mm. And uh, I would thoroughly recommend anybody that hasn't seen any of the Planet of the Apes movies to to go and check them out without a shadow of a doubt. And and one thing about those films is something that a lot of people would be afraid to do, which is evolve the character. Mm. Um, because you in the first one, you fall in love with this this guy. You fall yeah. in love with Caesar. You're like, man, I want to be on the I want to be on his side, but then as the movies go, you're like, they still make you be on his side, but it's like, it's a little harder because the evolution, because we slowly become the evilness in the mm-hmm. thing. So then it's like, I want to be on your side, but you're killing me. Like, yes. this is hard, but I understand. Cause I saw, I've been through your story. Um, and I love that. I love yeah. that about those songs. Mm. It's, it's very, very good. Uh, right. Skype, you're number seven, please. Well, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the, a horse um, from War Horse, actually, um, which is a Steven Spielberg film. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg <laughs> film. But in this one, it's actually about like it's 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 a horse that they use during the war. And um, but it's like this kid's horse and he ends up in the war and the horse ends up helping him and ends up being this just beautiful story. And again, I love films that make the make the the animal the star. And so this is another one where it feels like um, without the horse, obviously it's called War Horse, but without the horse, the movie doesn't work, right? Like, mm. and it's, I, I, and and again, I probably have extra feelings about it just because I think I was going through a real big slump and I just kind of walked into the film not knowing what I was getting into and ended up like, I think the the actress that plays his mom looks a lot like my wife and I, um, uh, this is before my wife. It's just when she was like a girl I might have liked. And then I remember watching and I go, no, I'm in love with this girl, not the actress, but my wife, <laughs> uh, my, the girl at the time. So it was just hilarious. And they don't look alike, but she was a redhead girl and my wife's redhead. So it ended up being one of those things where like I fell in love with the movie and it kind of reminded me of my feelings about this girl. And it worked out because, you know, now 10 years later, I'm married and have kids and love it. There you so. go. Scout, there you a go. bit of a recommendation. I don't know whether you like going to the theatre much, but the live stage show of War Horse is absolutely amazing. Really, it is. I have yeah, not, seriously. Because I, I believe it was a stage show before it was a movie, but it's, wow. it's fantastic. Obviously, they don't have a real horse. It's recreated with puppetry. and Obviously. It, yeah, but it's honestly, it's amazing. I've Amazing. never seen, I've never seen War Horse. I'm, I'm a big Spielberg mm. fan. And I've never seen it. I was like, it's as, lovely. as a movie, is it a, is it a, a great movie as well? Yeah. Yo, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it's really yes, well done. Good. And it was filmed locally to here. Oh, Castle Coombe. Really? Yeah, a lot of it was him. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's I do. I do love a live show, but honestly, if you're, I'm be truthful. It's mainly uh, musicals. Uh, in you know. And these mm. days I get uh, catered to with Hamilton and all that stuff. Nice. So it yeah. works out, but uh, yeah, I would recommend it, was... it if it comes anywhere near you to see oh, it. Honestly, I said, I did not know the story and I fell in love with it after watching the movie. It's a very well done. It's a long movie, but it's a mm. well done movie. And uh, you know, that's why it's number seven on my list. Excellent. Wonderful. Gone and Neil, you're number seven. So who doesn't love a stoner dog? Scooby-Doo. It's got to be oh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, I hate that. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. <laughs> um, now, ideally, it'll be the TV Scooby-Doo. I didn't mind the movie Scooby-Doo, but I always thought, I, I actually thought the movies of Scooby-Doo were quite good. But I always wish they'd done a Roger Rabbit and had Scooby as the proper Hanna-Barbera Scooby that we saw and did it like Roger sure. Rabbit. Would have worked a lot, lot better. But 
hey, they didn't ask me, so no. and this was a time when the, nobody was going to do. This was like the 2000s, so nobody was going to do that. That's when they realized they can make everything CGI. Yeah, because of your movie, uh, because of Jurassic Park, they realized, oh, I could do this now. So then we're going to do it. So, and it is yeah. really dated movies now. Some of that awful CGI is really, yeah. really, really dated movies badly. Yeah. Yeah. But Scooby Doo, I like. I thought Matthew Lillia was a great um, Shaggy, and the rest of the gang were all there. But yeah, if it had to be a typical Scooby, it'd be the original seventies TV series. You know, when mm. he was the proper stoner with Shaggy. Yeah, yeah I think it was James Gunn wrote those movies, didn't he? Or he, he did. Definitely, he definitely yeah. wrote the first one. I think he wrote um, the second one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not Ooh. a big fan. Yeah, I don't mind them at all. Of, of Scooby, the Scooby movies, I'm a big fan of James Gunn. I'm not a big yeah. fan of those movies. Have you? Now they just did a um, animated movie, uh, the Scoob, Scoob, which is like Scoob as a kid. Right. Uh, yeah, I did see then, that. Well, not and, seen uh, the movie, are they nicking our jaws idea? Is that yeah. what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> or am I still in it from them because I watched the? <laughs> was it any um, good scout the Scoob it, movie? It wasn't bad. Now what they were trying. Now I love what they're trying to do. They're trying to like build a Hanna Barbera universe. So then they what they did is they tried to make Scooby do a superhero film. Right. So they throw in crypto and all. Like if you could think of a Hanna Barbera, like Dastardly's in there. Um, like there's so many like Hanna Barbera characters in the film, which is cool. Um, but I think because of that, it ends up being a lot. Um, but I loved it because the best part is at the beginning, they kind of show the how Scooby met Shaggy, and it's great. And, oh, it's, every, and it's everything to do with a uh, with a with a big meat wheel from like a, a halal shop. Um, it was a it was very very good, like a gyro situation, right? Um, very cute, and that part is probably my favorite part about it. Like just seeing them like be friends and it'll show a lonely shaggy needing a friend and it was good good stuff but no they they, what i was i was gonna say did they carry on into his teenage and adolescent years do they yeah and then show where he gets the drug habit hits rock bottom and then works his way (laughs) back up no they don't show any of that they they also give him like a crazy backstory that he's like that scooby's related to like uh alexander the great's dog and so yeah it gets a little insane right oh, so i have to give that one a little put that one on the list for later it's on not, we'll to... the other thing is they actually were working on a sequel and it got canceled during that whole hbo max uh, uh, del- deleting everything so they actually were working on a sequel and they got rid of it oh, which right. is a bummer because again i was loving the idea of the hannah barbera verse uh situation mm. but and it was an all cgi movie but it was all like a cartoon movie but it wasn't again. Uh, it came out right during the pandemic, so it was like one of those free HBO movies. So it was easy to turn on with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, absolutely. It, was bad. it had all the cute little, like you know how like minions, so, like they have their own little cute little minion and all that stuff, like all the movies these days. So, right. Okay, uh, right. My number seven. Um, I, I've only ever seen this movie once, but it was because of the trailer. I wanted to put this in, and this is from Zootropolis. And it's the sloth from the DMV. Oh, Zootopia. Is it Zootopia? Because I think it was... Was it called Zoo- Zootropolis? Over it is here? Zootropolis in, in the UK? UK? yeah. Wow, that's cool. There you yeah. go. There so for go. our US listeners, uh, it is Zootopia. Mm, so just so you don't feel like they're losing it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know what I'm talking about. So it's basically the sloth which is there like being very very slow um at the dmv and then and i think it's jason bateman i think played the 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 fox and 
I yes. remember who it was who played the rabbit. And they're they're trying to ask questions and they're in a rush. And this sloth is just there being very... And then they, didn't they tell a joke and he really, really sort of very slowly uh, laughs. And it's just... It's the best thing about the trailer and the best thing about the whole movie. I can't remember anything else about the movie, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm assuming... As uh, I think you said, you got kids, Scout. I think you mentioned it once. I um, yes, have you, you I must have seen this movie loads of times. What movie? <laughs> yes, Utopia. Yes, they actually have a TV show now on Disney Plus, uh, which is a bunch of little shorts. And there's like one little spot where, like, you know how in the movie she rides the train, right? Um, so in, there's a short where one of her one of her two hundred brothers and sisters decides to catch the train with her, and then her parents have to chase the train down. So oh, the whole right. time while she's doing her whole music movie montage, her parents are actually chasing the train, and it's very funny. Is there oh, is there an episode just with the sloth? Uh, there has to be. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to double check. Yes, that, there's a dancing one. I think is there. The sloth. I think I could be totally wrong though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Okay, um, right then. So uh, Skype, your number six was King Kong, and we've already spoken about that. So Neil, your number six, please. Well, I mentioned him in my facts. Um, I still love this movie. Now it's one of the sweetest movies you'll ever see. Is Babe, the little mm. pig? Who doesn't love that little pig? Um, uh, I mean, sort of the cinema a couple of times because uh, I enjoyed it that much. Still enjoy it to this day. I always remember showing it to my parents for the first time. They invited me around and my partner at the time. We came around to show it to them and let them, let them watch it because they wanted to see it. And my mum had laid on pork sandwich, uh, bacon sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds said, delicious to me. Yeah, it oh, was gosh. delicious. But I said you couldn't be any more <laughs> inappropriate. But I love that. That's a real film that plays on the heartstrings, that one. Um I, I do like the second one, but I don't think... Some people say it's better than the first. I don't mm-hmm. think that at all. There's no way it is. Uh, I think there is everything that is perfect about that movie. It's a perfect little picture book story that's good enough for children, it's good enough for adults. Just enjoy it. Sit back. And James Cromwell is so good in that movie. He doesn't. He says like 10 lines yeah. in the whole movie, and he's amazing. Yes, he is. It's all agree. that facial expression and... You know, and everything. And his wife in it is hilarious. She's funny. But Oh, she's it, great. Mm. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know of a film that she is not great in. No. That lady is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I love that funny. she they got to like I love that they in the second one that they got to feature her. Yeah, um, more. That was yeah. that was and she was great in that one. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. My wife took me away for a weekend, a surprise birthday weekend one time, and we went to the local theater and watched uh, babe on the uh, on the stage and it was one of the fucking most darkest frightening things i've ever seen in my life <laughs> honestly i mean i wasn't didn't know what to expect but there were there were sheep being shot there were there were it was just like there were kids crying and screaming it was something <laughs> i never expected to see something like that before um, it was great. By the end of it, I thought, because my wife said, yeah, we're going to go and watch Babe live on stage. I went, you're kidding me. Wow. I thought, okay, here we go. And then by the end of it, I thought, my God, this is like Scorsese. This mm. is like dark shit. This is really dark. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it was really good. I mean, I must admit, it was really good, but it wasn't what I was expecting. It definitely wasn't. Uh, so I think so the book's a lot darker, isn't it, as I well? Think so, so they're probably taking yeah. it from the book, haven't they? I think so. But yeah, um, again... 
Sky, if that happens to be a, a theatre near you, go and watch, the, take your kids and go take and watch. Take my kids, sounds awesome. <laughs> Traumatise them for life. Uh, yes. I, I do a babe as my number four. Oh, that's uh, your number four. Lovely. Yeah. And so that one, my daughter loved, I love that one because it's just like, you're crying at the end. You're like, boo, fair, I don't know what's happening. This is amazing. He gets the secret code to sheep and life is awesome. And he's a dog and he's a dumb pig. I'm so confused. And, and uh, so good. Um, so cute. Tears. All the animals are so good in it as well, aren't they? When they're, they're great actors. They're, they're all great voice actors. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That'll do. That'll do. Okay, we're halfway through, so it's time for this. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yes, pop quiz, hot shot. Um, we got a little bit of a quiz. First person to three. Sky, because we, we weren't doing this back in episode two. No, no. Um, if you get the question wrong, I'll pass it over to your opponent. And we get first to three. They're all going to be about movie animals. Skype, you're the guest. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, go first. You go first. I'm glad you did that because this first question is something that you've learned tonight. Okay. Jaws had a name on set. What was it? Bruce. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I can't believe that you, that was oh, wow. part of what you said, Neil. Okay. Thanks, well, your, Neil. First, your first Pleasure. question, Neil. Go. Who cameoed as the exterminator in the movie Mouse Hunt? Christopher Walken. It was Christopher Walken. Oh, nice. Uh, Your second question, Skype. In Lady and the Tramp, what species of dog was Lady? Uh... 
it's mm, I, it's a weird haired poodle. I don't have it. <laughs> Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy. It's yeah. a weird haired poodle. Unfortunately not. So Neil, over to you. I may be wrong, but was it a King Charles? It wasn't. It was a no. Cocker Spaniel. Ah, it's a cock I couldn't spaniel. think of the name at all. My there you go. Uh, so, Neil, your second yes. question: Who provided the voice for Stuart Little's nemesis, Snowbell? Oh, oh, oh! Rennie Zellweger. It wasn't no. over to you, Skype. Was it? Um, no. Uh, was it? Oh man, what's his name? Uh, I don't have anything. No, <laughs> it was Nathan Lane. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I was, uh, the from, I was gonna say, was it the dude from Birdcage? There <laughs> you go. You should always go with your foot. Go with your gut instinct, man. Go with your gut instinct. Uh, I, was okay, like, I was like, or 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 the producers. That's that right. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was That's also literally the voice, what I was going to say. He was the voice of Timon in the Lion King as well. He yes. was. He was. Uh, Sky, your next question. What furry animal is Doug the dog from Up obsessed with? Squirrel. Is correct. Well done. Um, okay, then, Neil. What was the title one. of the sequel uh, to the movie Babe? Babe, Pig in the City. Is correct. Sky, this Ooh. one for the win. For the win. What disaster film gave us the immortal line, I gotta go, we got cows? Blister. Well done, Scout. We have a winner. Neil still hasn't won a quiz, but that was very, very close. Well, well done. done. Well done, Scout. So, back to the, uh, the work in hand. Your number five, please, Scout. Mm. All right, I'm gonna say Happy Feet. Actually, the the penguin from the Happy penguin. Feet. No. Now the the reason this is is that I hadn't seen Happy Feet for a long time, and um, I watched it the last few weeks. But uh, all the Robin Williams characters in this film are just great. I don't know if they're probably problematic in that he's playing a Hispanic penguin at some point, but um, there or you know a Puerto Rican. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I. I just think when I was thinking about like films, it, maybe it's just because Robin Williams was in it, but I just loved that character. I loved, and then also the main character, Happy Feet, obviously is awesome. But I was just thinking about like the king, the like even in the sequel. Um, I forget his name now. Um, Lightfoot. I uh, oh, forget. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Played. Um, I can't think it was yeah. And so, but uh. I, I do I love that movie because it was beautiful. Like it was great. Mm. It looked like penguins. And it was like just again, being a guy that's been a rapper his whole life, like anytime like there's a something that talks about like trying to be something that other people don't think you are or uh, being something different, like that's always a cool story statement. And I do love that they took this like fun movie and then made it like a uh also made it like a uh a green situation like you must save the world too you love these characters now now save the world everyone <laughs> um but I, I did i did enjoy that but i was just thinking about i think the reason i felt the reason i brought it up so high was just because i i just was reminded how much i love rob williams and everything yeah um and he it might not be the best characters they ever did but i just love the idea that he was in it and it, 
I was thinking about animal movies. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's partly written and uh, directed by George Mad Max Miller. Well, as same well. as Babe then, isn't it? Was Babe done as well? He, I think Miller? he yeah, I think he produced it and he directed the second one. Wow. Wow. He's got a very varied career, hasn't he? I mean, he has. They talk about a bloke who takes a long time to get a movie out well, as well. That is true. That is true. Very good. Gone and Neil, you're number five. It is. Now, this is primarily TV, although he has had his own sort of TV sort of movie. It's Hong Kong Fooey. Who doesn't like a kick-ass kung fu dog? <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to pull you up on this. Whereabouts is he in the movies then? There's a, no, there's a TV movie, an extra length Ooh. one. That's what I said. It's contentious. Just, just slide that one under the door there. That, contentious, I know. Very but you said you, I did warn you. I had one that would be very. I thought that was Scooby Doo. I thought Scooby Doo no, was no. the contentious one. Scooby Doo had proper movies. Hong yes. Kong Fury hasn't. I'm afraid. Uh, but I'll take. I'll take it. It's fine with me. If, yeah. if our guest is okay with it, then it's fine. That's fine. Thank, thank you, Scout. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Very uh, again, much. I don't know if I was thinking about maybe there's like a like an anime movie about it, but I imagine that would not be a thing because it's definitely a. Mm. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure he's cropped up somewhere in a film. He I think I'm, I'm sure there was talk that there was going to be a Hong yeah. Kong Fui movie, and he was going to be like like Scooby Doo. It was going to be a CG character. Mm. I'm pretty sure there was. Which sure. is they, they actually just did a movie called uh, the Paul like uh, Paul's of Fury, which is a kung fu dog in a cat world. Right. So um, that's so as that close was- as they got to it. There we go. We'll take that. It's Hong Kong Fury, really, but in a different name. Yeah, of Fury, is, the Legend of Hank. There you yep. go. Yeah. There you go. So, um, but yeah, he was just cool. I mean, he was a mild mannered janitor. He I was. mean, who has a dog as a janitor? Not many people. No. And that police station did. Oh, they certainly did. Could <laughs> be. Yeah, I was just going to do that. Oh, sorry. Nick. But yeah, I think he was just great. He was just fantastic. I've even got a t-shirt with him on still to this Have day. you? Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah, he's a cool character. Okay, my number five, uh, and here we go with the Star Wars moment. Uh, I've gone for Salacious B. Crumb. I've gone for the oh, little yeah. rodent that uh, sits, sits at the tail of Jabba the Hutt. I mean, obviously there are thousands of different animals from the star wars universe if you like but i I loved him for the fact that he was about as muppet as you could get Mm. from a star wars movie um his laugh was amazing which we heard a little bit earlier on um and also the fact that in the mandalorian now that species has cropped up every so often whether they've been cackling in the trees or roasting on a spit (laughs) it's lovely that you still see them yeah. I can't remember the name and also if you go to Galaxy's Edge you can buy them you can buy them and they sit on your shoulder um, and move about and stuff so that's amazing yeah um, I was really thought you were going to do a Rancor um, it was it was a toss up it was a toss up yeah that was my bit was like we could do like a Rancor uh, story a beginning of that Rancor, why <laughs> why he did what he did at the end of the day because you know they did like that in the um you know there was always that lost scene where it shows the the Rancor guy crying yes um, yes and so they explained that more when uh it happened in the middle oh it happened to Bubba Fett they said yeah. oh no this is the reason why that happens but uh yeah wouldn't that love to see their love story like the the guy slowly training him and becoming. Mm. Closer and closer, 
There's our there's our our first film. It would be such a success. Then they'd be like, "What other prequel do you want to do?" And we were like, "We're gonna do Jaws." Yeah. And so that's that's how it works. That's a great idea. We have that as our introduction movie. That maybe ten million dollar budget that gets a hundred yeah, million dollars in the box it. office, and then they well, say, we could even do a Disney Plus if we had to. Great you know idea. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like printing money. Yeah. That's what it is, guy. It's like printing money. I can imagine I can... those t-shirts. Imagine yes. the money we make off the merch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, um, Sky, Babe was your number four. So, Neil, we're on to your number four, please. So it's a Muppet, and it was a toss-up between two, but I have gone for Kermit the Frog because he is probably oh. the most iconic Muppet out of them all. I nearly went for Animal. So looking forward to that new uh Muppet Mayhem, Mayhem yeah. TV series that's coming out. It looks amazingly funny. But, I mean, what's not to love? He's the man, He's the leader of the Muppets, really, isn't he, Kermit? He, I mean, if you think about Muppets, it's Kermit. I loved when they re-bought the Muppet movies back, you know, as in with Jason Segel putting that first Muppet yeah. movie there. I think it's with great songs, great, great yeah, songs, great, great, great movies. Brett from uh, Flight of the Concords, I think, did those, didn't he? He did. did he did songs. do those. I think we mentioned them on a previous episode. Mm, I really love that movie. Yeah, so do I. I still think it holds up. So the original Muppet movie and then that one being the icon, the sort of the, the go-to best ones. But the rest still have their place and have their, uh, you know, amusing things. Because we've got the Muppet Christmas Carol, which I think is probably one of the greatest Muppet uh, Christmas movies ever made. Mm-hmm. But I also really like Treasure Island, Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah. I mean, they weren't scared to kill Billy Conley off in that, were they? Quickly. Spoilers, I've never seen it. I've never... <laughs> uh, have you not? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I know, uh, I know one thing that happens now. Yeah. <laughs> I still find it very funny because you've got Tim Curry in that as the chief pirate. So, you know, if, you, if you're like me and you're a fan of Tim Curry, you're going to be in heaven to see him hamming up the place as a pirate. We always wanted that. But yeah, and Kermit's always just funny. He has some funny moments. And we must not forget the Kermit nod after every time he sings or speaks. Yep. You know, we all do it. Pav's doing it now. Yep. Yeah. And they're they're timeless, aren't they? It's like, it doesn't matter. It never ages. Tell me you've seen the trailer to The Muppet Mayhem. Who? You, Pav. No, I haven't yet, no. Honestly, it looks really, really good. Is it it a new movie or is it a TV series? TV series. Original TV series. It comes out the end of... Yeah, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Well, do y'all do Disney Plus, or do you have to do a different thing? I don't even know. No, we no, got we, Disney, yeah, we Disney yeah, Plus. We got oh, I imagine Disney. you do for to watch Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. the same. Okay, thing. just a bit late getting it compared to you. That was all. We'll add that onto the list then. Okay, was it? It's Muppet Mayhem, is it? Yeah, it comes out in May. It's even got our friend Kevin Smith in it. Has it really? Yeah, he plays a, a movie director. He's in okay. it. It's got a lot of famous people in it. Okay. And it's all about the band. Just so you know, it's not like Kermit, Miss Piggy and all that. It's the band. Right. It's all about the band. Somebody's getting in trouble over there. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, You hear the screaming? I sort of heard something. I heard a little something come through. I imagine she's watching some kind of scary YouTube video, which is good. All right. That's not good. Yeah, 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 you'll be awake with her all night. (laughs) Okay. Turner and Hoots, the TV show. Yes. <laughs> uh, my number four is actually the mouse from Mouse Hunt. Now, I <laughs> love Mouse Hunt. Nice. It is such a great movie. Um, and you know, a world without string is chaos. I think I've, I think we've said this before on another episode, Neil, that 
for me, Nathan Lane and Lee Evans are just like Laurel and Hardy in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is very, very dark, but it is so funny. It is, it's on the borderline of being a children's movie to a adult movie, because mm. there's just so many bits in it that are very, very adult leaning, if you like, but it's, yeah. I just, it is a great, great film. Cause it's if, the guy that, um, what's his name? Oh, I can't, Gore, Babinski, Gore Babinski, yeah, it? yeah. So he's really imagined Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah. stuff like that, and The Ring, yeah. And the Ring. But did you know when you would have had a chance in the West End in London to have seen Nathan Lane and Lee Evans together because they were the original cast of the producers on oh, the West they? End? Yeah, I didn't know that. There you That's go. Awesome. I didn't know that either. Was that before or after? That would have been after, yeah, right. when they brought the producers back to the West End. Yeah, Nathan Lane and Lee Evans were the the two in it. Well, there you go. Uh, any movie that is, just, I always think of Mouse Hunt as just the uh, movie version of Mousetrap. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. The awesome game. And uh, I was just like, yeah, if you're going to take a game that I love and turn it into a movie, I'm fine with that. Uh, sounds good to me. I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it like that, but that makes absolute sense, doesn't it? It's like yeah. it's a movie version of the game because they, it, yeah, that's very good. Well done, Sky. Very good. Give you that's another ding. I'll give I'm you another ding. For that. You are a professional. <laughs> um, okay, you're number three, then, please, Sky. Uh, all right, so I'm I'm bummed out because I have a shirt prepped for this, but I left it. I can't find it. It's in the dirty clothes somewhere. But uh, it is a uh, my my neighbor Totoro, which is a Miyazaki movie, um, and it is adorable. It is I don't know what it is. It's like a teddy bear, cat, rabbit, spirit. Yeah. Um, but uh, that movie is beautiful. The idea of dealing dealing with um damaging your family and uh this uh, little girl growing up and and how uh Totoro saves the day um with this crazy cat bus and all the stuff that happens in the movie I don't know I just love that character and now the shirt I have somewhere it's Totoro as Godzilla um <laughs> and it it makes me very happy inside cuz it just imagine Totoro destroying the yeah. city like Godzilla um but I just love the idea, and I always love his films because they're always deeper than what they seem mm. to be. And this is already deep. You're already dealing with, you're dealing with loss. You're dealing with being away from your mom. You're dealing with growing up. You're there's a, there's a really dark spot in there where they're trying to find their sister in a water in like a rice field, and so everybody's looking for a drowned kid, and it's like, oh gosh, this is rough. Um, but it's like, but it's you know, uh, and then it just makes the countryside of Japan look wonderful. Mm. Um, they're just beautiful animation. Have you have you finally watched one yet, Pa? I still haven't. I mean, the amount of times that people bring up um, Miyazaki here, and I keep saying, yeah. "Yeah, I'm going to watch one. I'm going to watch one." I have to find some time and watch a couple. I think. Watch. I mean, Spirited Away is on one of the mm-hmm. streaming right now. Um, is it? And that's a that's a very accessible one to get into because you know that's for kids and adults purposely i mean i I enjoy things like kiki's delivery service which is very much like a kid's aim towards kids but it's still got enough in there cat returns also very good yeah that could have been an animal one too so that my neighbor totoro and that is that the name of the the movie yeah Yeah. and totoro is is the guy so he's like a spirit he's a forest spirit 
Right. And so he can help the forest grow, but he's and there's like little to, there's like little Totoros running mm. around and it's very cute. Uh okay. but uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's one of the first ones if I remember correctly. Um one of his first films. But uh, really get into his stuff before you watch Graveyard of the Fireflies, all right? Right, okay. <laughs> Cuz that is hard hard going. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen I don't even know what that is. That's the one where is it to do with the Japanese um I've only ever seen it once. I found it very depressing. It's um, the POW. Um, oh, the, okay. All of that sort of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so I it's don't quite. Know that quite, one for some reason. Yeah, it's not overly popular because obviously it wasn't aimed towards kids. It's sort of an adult yeah. animation, but oh, it was done right. by that studio. Oh, Ghibli. Yeah. And yeah, and so you know, people have have watched it thinking it was because it was from Ghibli, it was for kids, and it really isn't. And you aren't going to feel happy at the end of that one. Yeah. All right. But okay. they, they do have those moments in the movie, you know, in the movies. There's always those moments. They don't shy away from, you know, loss, grief, yeah. and all of that. They really don't. They show it as it should be because, obviously, a different culture and everything. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's awesome. Okay. Right, and Neil, you're number three. So it's um, right turn, Clyde. It's Clyde. That's my number three. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've reinvigorated with these movies because I found we have a channel called ITV4 here, which always seems to show random, obscure movies they haven't seen in a while. And they kept showing every way but loose. And I thought, loved it, watched it a couple of times. Could I find the sequel? Could I heck? But I did eventually. They did show it again. And was it was, was it heavily cut or dubbed? No, because it was on about eleven o'clock at night. Ah, so it was right. Fine. The okay. only thing I think they did do was cut some of probably the inappropriate bits out or language. Right. I'm not sure because I haven't got a, a, a strong recollection of it. You know, it's been a long time since I'd seen those movies. But oh, they are so funny. They are so, so good. good. So yeah, good. with the Black Widows and yeah. you know. And who didn't love Clyde? Who wouldn't want an orangutan that would just greet your neighbours? Yeah. <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> is this the? Is this the? I don't know this. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Oh, okay. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Any, any, yeah. Yeah. Any which way but loose. Have you never seen these, Scout? Uh, uh no. Oh, oh they're very good. I've seen I mean, one of them with Clyde, and I was like, "Is that what it is?" And so then I looked it up, and I'm like, "Yeah, they're very." Oh, it's one of the sequels. One of the yeah, because it was um, any which way you can. And the one I watched was loose. the one where it was somebody not. It wasn't Clint Eastwood. It was some other guy as oh, right. that character. If I remember, uh, right? Every which way loose is the first one, isn't it? I can't remember which way around they went. But, yeah, I think um, it is. Philo Bedo was his, was the character's name. That's it. I Jeffrey yeah. Lewis was um, his Jeffrey buddy. Jeffrey Lewis, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I need to try and find. Well, I'm have the ITV4. ITV4. Keep okay. looking because they keep, keep cropping looking. up so, on there. This is not a sport. This is not a uh, name one, but I wanted to bring this up just because I found this out because of y'all. And so um, it was The Mean Machine. Okay, um, the British one with Jason Statham and Vinnie Jones. The soccer movie. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 But then I didn't realize that it was actually used from the script from the original uh movie, the original football movie, like uh the American football movie. And the guy that wrote that script actually used that script for the Me Machine uh British movie. That's, that's right. right. It was it was just a British remake of the American film. They they I mean that's how they advertised. Well, no, because it. they didn't use so the crazy part is the original film. 
they didn't use that script. That script was inspired by it, but they never actually used the script. So that guy used that script on the other one, which is right. Oh, right, right. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah I didn't know that until I was. I went on a whole binge of of of, of football movies, uh, English soccer, uh, and I uh, English sorry English football. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, for me, it's like I went on a whole binge watching every single one I could. And uh, that was one that made me laugh. I was like, oh, wait, this seems like it's related to something. And it was yeah, another, yeah, another, yeah. exactly as a remake of a, a different kind of sport. Which did is you watch Escape to Victory? I did. Uh-huh. So, a, do you not like it, Neil? Do you not like I, Escape to Victory? I just, I just can't get over Stallone in goal. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I love that movie. Well, it was in uh, my maybe I need to watch movies. it again. I need oh, to. Watch so, it. in ours, in ours is just called Victory. But right. uh, that's right. But yeah. yeah, no, I watched that one. Oh, again, my favorite one was probably the one which I didn't understand was a real thing, which is the um the one about um Clive or the the coach that joins the team of um he joins the team that he hates and then he tries to destroy it. Oh, what is it called? Ooh, um, what's that? Uh it has it has oh, a great actor in it. Um oh, oh I'm looking over right now. Okay, um, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's but like yeah, the, I, I would Neil. I would I would recommend going back and watching it because I watched it. Um, oh my god, I can't remember a couple of months ago, and well, it's just after Pele died, right? And I really enjoyed it. It was I need to so watch it much. Again. It was just so good, so much I seem fun. To, I seem to have this. I don't know, not like a negative view of it, just a, a, a view of it that was it wasn't. I mean, very the good, the, the, the English football real footballers can't act for shit they're no. terrible actors they're, no, really they're like, terrible they you are learned that awful. in the third goal movie which was terrible anyways but, yeah oh yeah, yeah uh, I, 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 they had all those guys in it oh uh damned united damned oh, united the, oh, oh my brian clef about yeah. brian clef. so i i couldn't believe this was a real story i'm like wait yes. <laughs> how is this a thing like wow this yeah. is crazy i remember yeah. telling my wife she's like wait what and i'm like yeah. yeah no this is like i don't understand how this is a real life thing <laughs> yeah. yeah he brian clef was a character was a was a larger than life character and that was that I've, that's a great movie it is a good movie Scott, you want to have a look at some youtube videos of brian clef i mean he was the character that when they got a pitch invasion he ran on and was clumping all the fans yes <laughs> he oh, was pun- oh. you can see it he ran on he didn't give a shit he was punching no him. Yeah, you know, they use him as a reference for lots of other films uh, uh, and other things. And I'm like, oh, he must have been amazing. And it's like, you're seeing this part. And you're like, that's weird. But then it's like, oh, no, I see. This guy was pretty. I awesome. mean, there was no taking away. He was a brilliant manager. What yeah. he achieved and everything. He was. What I would say is, manager. is think of Ted Lasso and go 180 degrees and walk the other way, and that's yeah. who Brian Clough was. He was that. He was the complete like antithesis of Ted uh, Ted Lasso, but. He was very successful. Very successful. Um, okay, so my number three was Clyde, the orangutan from uh, the Clint Eastwood movies. So, Skype, your number two, please. Uh, Marley from Marley and Me. Oh, get the oh. tissues. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you could have went old yeller here, um, that kind of thing. But again, this is a movie I watched with my kid here. And I, you, know, you only see it that one time because it was, it's a lot to watch. Yeah. And rewatching it, it was like I had to stop it before everything went bad, right? Um, so because I wasn't gonna have my two year old fall in love with the dog and then realize that it's not gonna live. Um, yeah. But uh, man, such a but cool it's a good movie. life lesson. It's a good life lesson, though. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatizing it. She has not learned that lesson yet. Yeah. Um, I I stopped it. But uh, no, I love that movie because it starts in the beginning. You get lots of laughs, but then it's like you're watching this love this this love story of a family and their dog, and um, love it. Love the dog in the movie. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's such a it's such a good film. Um, again, just makes me happy when I think about it. And but it is very sad at the end. But you know that's how it is when you lose an animal or a pet. Um, that's how it feels. That's so, true. Yeah, we yeah. we've gone through it as a family just last week. So it's, oh. that was a bit raw. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you bro. weren't you weren't in those guys. Don't don't, uh, don't worry. But you're absolutely right. I don't think, and as I've noticed over the last week. When somebody asks how you are, you can tell if they're a pet owner or if they're not. Because mm. if they're a pet owner, they genuinely have empathy for you. If they're not, you can see people's faces glaze over because they don't quite understand why you're so upset that you've lost a pet. And mm. it's just how it is, you know. Well, they're a part of the family, I always Indeed. say. Indeed, absolutely are. But that's a, that is a good one. I, I think I've only ever watched that movie once. It's too much it, to watch it, it over and over again. Yeah, it's far too much. Yeah, but it, it it's a great story of that relationship, and it's like it makes you feel that way. And like, who wants to feel that way? Exactly, who wants to feel that loss. But it's very well, luckily you're laughing so much. You're like, exactly, oh, I'm cool. I'm laughing on the outside, but I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> rough. Yeah. Go on then, Neil. You're number two. So I have put a Star Wars character, and I put quite an obvious yes. Star Wars character in it, and it's Chewie. Because I think, you know, he's an animal. The Star Wars universe wouldn't be the same without him because we are so used to him, I suppose. I think he's a great character. And he had a bit of emotion in him when he lost hand. Oh, he? of course. Absolutely. What a roar. So, yeah. Heart, I, heartbreaking sound, that was. It was. Yeah, it was rough. And I, I loved a bit of Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds well, awful. Wow. That sounds, <laughs> it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm glad to hear about your love life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Wasn't it always that joke? Why was Han yeah. Solo crying when he was eating his tea? Because the meat was chewy. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's there you awesome. go. That's you can have that terrible. one for free. There you but go. yeah, I just think, you know, if we, we're going for, in my eyes, probably one of the, and I'm going to say the I word, one of the most iconic movie animals out there. I know it's not a real animal, but it was real yak hair. Come on. Yeah. There. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't, I, I, I would look at, Chewy as more of a companion than an animal. Well, couldn't an animal be a companion? Um, yeah, but you know what I mean. I mean, he's more like a mate. He's like, like, like you would be my Chewy. Yeah, but is that, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I apologize you... because the most iconic is Barf, obviously. Barf. <laughs> oh, from um, uh, oh man, from Spaceballs. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah. Of course, John, John Candy. Candy. John Candy. As, as, yeah. the, as, a, as a dog. Um, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I apologize. That's but right, they, yeah, I mean, that's, he looked like I, I 100%. Part. Yeah, it was great. You're right. Animal, I agree with you, though. Uh, yeah. a, a very iconic as, as Chewy. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's no very way you good. can't look at that and think, oh, that's an animal. All right. It talks no, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we're all animals. You know, yeah. Aren't we? We're all animals in the end. Okay. My number two is the dog started it all. So my number two is Daisy, and that's John Wick's dog. Oh yeah, because sure. if it hadn't have been for Daisy, we would have John Wick. The bogeyman would never have come back. So for me, I mean, Daisy's not in the movie for long, and spoilers: mm. 
they you know that movie it doesn't work out for Daisy. No, it commits it the ultimate <laughs> sin in killing the dog. You never kill the dog. But as um, they said, if you listen to the commentary, the reason they did that was to make you root even more for John Wick to kill him. Absolutely, them absolutely. And 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 John Wick is one of those movies. Sooner or later, we've got to do top ten revenge movies because that's going to be my number one. Spoilers for that Ooh. episode. Yeah, I'm not going to be on that one, but it's uh, Death Warrant. Okay. okay. Is that John Paul Van Damme? No, no, no. It's a, It might be wrong, but there's a movie that was a remake. It was by the dude that did... Uh, it was Kevin Bacon, I think. Yeah, it was Kevin Bacon, and it was the dude that did all the Hostel movies. And, oh, Ellie um, Roth. Yeah, and it's... it's or Eli that, Roth, I should say. I, I, can't, I might be wrong on Death Warrant. It, it, I don't think it's called Death Warrant. I think that's a different movie, but I'm looking it up now. I was thinking of the Jean-Claude Van Damme when I remember that. There was a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called uh, Death Warrant, yeah. I don't think it was Death Warrant. I think it must be something else. But no, sure it's it was... but this movie is Kevin Bacon murdering a bunch of drug dealers. It's oh, is great. It? Is it good, yes. is it? Oh, it's, it's, and it's super gruesome. Oh, I have to watch that. I'm looking it up right now, so I'll okay. try to get the actual name. Sorry. But yeah, we're, we're, we're digressing. Okay. You'll have to come on for that one, Scout. Yeah, we'll now, have to now that I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to yeah. have to come I've on. I've already given that. my number one, so you've yeah. maybe given your number one. Um, okay, so that's it. So before we reveal our number ones. What was um, your number two again, Pav? My number two was Daisy. Oh, John of course, Wick's yeah. dog. Sorry, yeah, yeah that's where we just digress. literally talking about it. Yeah, no, that's all right. I got <laughs> confused when you said Daisy, the original, movie, the original dog. I thought I was thinking, oh, like back in Lassie's day, like old Shep or something. Oh yeah, no, I just thought that it was the, it was the dog that started all the killing. You know, yeah. the, the hundreds and hundreds of people that have died <laughs> at John Wick's hands. Um, okay, before we reveal our number ones, um, Skype, do you want to give us your rundown from ten to two? Uh, and uh, sure. And then Neil can do the same, and then I can do the same, and then we'll reveal our number ones. All right. So it was number ten was Cop Dogs, uh, Turner Hooch, Tog, uh, Top Dog, and K Nine. You got uh, number nine was uh, Keanu. Um, number eight. Stop. <laughs> what's, I don't know what's going on. Who suddenly farted my, somewhere? My Alexa just decided to start naming things in my ears. Oh right! Oh, okay. I suddenly thought that this noise. I thought, oh no, is this fart machine gone off or something? <laughs> oh no! I should tell you that story. But uh, um, all right. So uh, eight, uh, Beethoven. Yeah. Seven, Warhorse. Oh wait, yeah. Six, yeah. King Kong. Five uh, was Happy Feet. Oh wait, was it? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, three, oh, four. four was Babe. That's it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I I changed a lot of things. Uh, three was um, uh, my neighbor Totoro. Yep. And number two was Marley and me. Wonderful, Neil. You're ten to two. Okay, so it was the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Number nine, King Kong, but I like the original one. Number eight was Bruce Jaws the Shark. Number seven, Scooby Doo. Number six, Babe. Number five, Hong Kong Fooey. Contentious, I know. Mm-hmm. Number four, Kermit the Frog from the Muppets. Number three, Clyde. Clint Eastwood, uh, uh, ape. <laughs> number, two, <laughs> <laughs> number two, Chewie from Star Wars. 
Don't call Clint Eastwood an ape. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not nice. No, not at all. I, I said the Clint Eastwood ape. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, mine was directing num- movies as well at 90. I know. My number 10 was Brandy, the dog from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nine was the donkey. Was was donkey. Was the Shrek. donkey. <laughs> Eight, Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Seven, the sloth. I'm sure the sloth's got a name. I'm sorry I didn't work out what it was. From Zootopia, stroke Zootopolis. Uh, six was Jaws. Five, Salacious Beak. Flash is his name, by the way. Thank you very much for that. Always with the facts there, Skype. It's what he does. It's what he does. Uh, five, Salacious B. Crumb from Return of the Jedi. Four, The Mouse from Mouse Hunt. Three, Clyde the Orangutan. And two, Daisy John Wick's dog. So, Skype, what is your number one movie animal? Mm, it's going to be uh, Mufasa from Lion King. Okay. Yeah. So Sim- Simba's great, but I'm sorry. I want Mufasa as my dad. Um, yeah. uh, sad story, sad situation, but it's like anytime you can have um, uh, James Earl Jones say anything, it's going to be awesome. And um, Indeed. Uh, such a great movie when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, the remake was what it was. But uh it uh but it was just a great story again i think that mufasa is just a pillar in that film because it's what makes him who he wants to be makes him want to become that person it's uh it's i mean though it's simma's the star um mufasa's the catalyst and i feel like Mm. uh dad you know he gets a sweet dad moment where he's like trying to teach him and help him grow and i don't know i just love that character i love that um i love that that whole thing lion king's a beautiful movie and so um, mufasa it's a it's a hold up between mufasa and simba but it's always gonna be mufasa for me um such a such a catalyst for that storyline and um you know good stuff yeah, great. Yeah, and like you say, the voice, good. James yeah. Earl Jones is just that voice just wins it from everything. Uh, go on, then, Neil, you're number one. So you've already mentioned this one, Pav. It was oh. your, it's Donkey from Shrek. Oh right, okay. It's, I just think this this um, this creation that Eddie Murphy made in the animators is just nigh on perfect. I think it's almost like Eddie. Murphy, he's the star of each movie. He's a hilarious facial expressions to all his dialogue is so so funny. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they really should do a donkey standalone movie because he is so funny. And it doesn't wane on any of the movies. So I watched them all. I do watch them quite regularly, especially the first two, because they're near on perfect movies. But um, there's questions in the the other two. I know people don't like them as much, but I would say watch them because they really do have their funny moments again with donkey. And uh, yeah. Oh, it just it just makes me laugh so much. Yeah, and he's had sex with a dragon. Yeah, I mean, what, what else? More? Can I mean, what, what, we I mean, don't know I, that for sure. But well, they have, just they the have, babies. Like, they have babies. How does that work? Flying yeah. donkeys maybe, that breathe. Maybe fire. we can make the uh, maybe maybe make the uh, the prequel of or his story. Make it rated R. Yeah, <laughs> or or that'd an, be good. An OnlyFans yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Donkey's OnlyFans page, oh, Dragon Lord. Sex. I'm sure That's, there's, I'm sure there's something like that already yeah. out there. Neil, I'm sure there yeah, is. Yeah, I'm pretty. We're not gonna. No one, please search that. Guys. No, <laughs> no, because no, we want to make That's money. Thing out for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that T-shirt. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Goodness me. Okay, my number one uh, is Rocket Raccoon. Uh, uh, dang Marvel. it! 
I mean, it's Marvel at their best, how it makes you care for a talking raccoon as well as a talking tree. Yeah. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because I think it's going to be very, very, very... Um, sad. Sad, but Rocket Raccoon-centric, I think we're going to find out. It we're going to get the story of like his his story, I think, in that mm. movie, um, how he became what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last James Gunn Marvel movie. Indeed. Indeed. Let's see if now. like his magic can rub off on DC, because it, wow. it needs it. It definitely it doesn't look like it is. I don't, already, <laughs> looks like his magic is destroying it. It works. We have to, so. I, I, all we can do is wait and see. But I must admit, uh, there's a, again, there's a lot to like. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are my favourite um, mm. Marvel movies, I think. There's a lot of heart and soul, and there's a, there's a lot in that character. Um and brilliantly voiced by Bradley Cooper as well. So, which still boggles my mind. Cause yeah, that, that doesn't. Even, there's no part of it that sounds like Bradley Cooper. No, no. And, and even we, when I, you, there's video, I'll, we'll put it on the video playlist for the Patreon uh, top heads. But there's video on YouTube of him doing the voice in the studio, and he gets himself in some real weird positions to do that voice. But like you say, you wouldn't know it. I don't, well, I wouldn't know it's Bradley Cooper doing it. He's very, no. very good at that. Um, okay. We've got uh, a few honorable mentions just to go through. Hey up. We've got a new hello there. <laughs> hello. She has a shark hat for some reason. Wow. wow. Nice shark hat. Lovely. Already promoting our new movie. Yep. Look at yeah. that! Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's our merch what? from the prequel of the. Yours, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh dear. Anyway, uh, Corey Ogilvie said, um, uh, "Jolly, the Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame, loyal, crafty, tough, lovable, and goofy." I think it was a goat. I think that was. Stu Grant said, "Roger Rabbit, Sid the Sloth, Fred sure. the Basset Hound from Smokey and the Bandit, the Marmot from The Big Lebowski, the Crow from The Crow, Fozzie Bear, and Digby." At and why not pod said, I mean, it's Pascal yeah. entangled. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten Brin said, babe, the pig, that is all. And then Jen Berg said, Kirsten, I was coming on here to just say that babe is the only correct answer. And Joanna uh, said, the Chihuahuas from Beverly Hills Chihuahua. There you go. Um, that's it. We've done it. So before we say our goodbyes, yeah. um, Skype, do you want to tell everybody again about Flows for You and what you what you get up to? Yeah. yeah. She's going to yeah. tell you all about the Chihuahuas. Oh, Chihuahuas. And Zootopia. <laughs> she, all she's trying to do is she's trying to get her voice changed using the voice changer because of their oh, favorite thing to do. Right. So uh, let me put her down. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wait, wait, wait. Here you go. Here you go. Give me a second. Don't cry. Don't cry. Um, yeah, so flows for you. All right, come back. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> See? Uh, they just start the tears and away we go. We're all smitten. I'm so sorry, guys. That's okay. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Her, her foot got stuck. Oh, dear. Uh, um, well, so what I do is on Mondays at 5 p.m. CST, uh, uh, um, for us, it's probably like, I don't know what time it is for y'all. Uh, and um, what I do is we do a funny comedy show where we interview people. Then we actually do a quiz that I've never won. I've done over 200, uh, 150 episodes and I've never won a quiz. Um, a bit like Neil. There you go. Uh, well, my, my, you seem a little, it seems like Neil has a chance. 
In oh, mine, right. I have no chance. Okay. No matter if I get every question right, I'm still going to lose somehow. And um, then what we do is we actually make up a rap song about the entire uh, thing. And I actually make up a freestyle rap doing the thing. So have, have I ever rap for y'all guys? Has that been a thing I've ever done? I think you did. You did do something in the first yeah, the first you, episode. Okay, I'm pretty cool. sure, sure you, you did. did. Yeah, because yeah, we were wondering sure. what that meant, and I think you yeah. did. But we go back and listen to that very the, well. The second yeah. episode, the Harrison Ford episode. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, mm. so that's what I do is I make a rap song, and then we have a new bit where we actually somebody gets to uh, be the therapist of my co-host, and he has to yes and and whatever. So there was a spot. I can't believe Godzilla did not make it on this list. But yeah, he, absolutely is in love with Godzilla and somebody during one of these things said, so tell us about your love affair, Godzilla. So he had to explain how his love affair, Godzilla works out in his own life with his girlfriend. And it was very funny. So, but yeah, we do that every week. You can check it out anywhere that you look at podcasts that flows for you. Sorry. Flows for you.com. And, um, we uh, have it everywhere. We live stream. We're on YouTube. It flows for you. Uh, the number four, the letter U, as right above me. So if you hadn't seen that, there's a cool uh, sign that I handmade uh, for flows for you. But yes, nice. thank you so much, guys, for being let me be on the show. By the way, no Sorry, problem at all, mate. Thank it's you for been coming. it's been way too long. I will put um, the link to your uh, website on the show notes. Uh, on our or uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on the YouTube as well. So uh, just click on that and you can see more about what Skype can do. Before we say our goodbyes, uh, Neil, do you want to tell it? Oh, and before we say anything else, hello to, I'll find their names, uh, Stephanie Vrabel and Simon Duffield, our new Patreon top heads. Woo-hoo! Thank you very much, Stephanie. Thank you, Simon, for thank your you support. Guys bless your hearts you literally keep the lights on so thank you so much for your support uh neil do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that gubbins absolutely so come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods just as pav just said uh where you could get all sorts of rewards like being a guest yourself email us at top 10 pods at hotmail.com you can find us on all the social media sites at top 10 pods uh do please give, give us a click give us a like and check out all of our links via the link tree you can find the link in the show notes and please do come subscribe leave us a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts from indeed and also on the show notes there's uh the podcast merch we've got the top 10 uh, top heads top 10 shirts and everything cups mugs all sorts just click on the link there as well to get all of that kind of stuff thank you again sky we i promise it will not be 85 episodes before you come and join us again <laughs> we will make sure it's not that long uh next time um but thank you for joining us mate it's been so much fun oh no problem thank you again to be able to talk movies to people is a uh, very exciting for me so i love it very much excellent well you have a wonderful day neil thank you very much thank you very much scout it's been great to see you again mate and thank you very much pav see you again soon Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Simon. Thank you to all our top heads. Thank you very much for watching and listening. And we'll see you later. Let's go start the countdown. 10, 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.